God, as your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, ascended into heaven, so may we also ascend in heart and mind, and continually dwell there with Him, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and Good morning. Good morning. 
rise for the singing of the Alleluia verse. to the beach and try 
dive into the beach. All right, so we're backed up, and now we're going to the beach. And what are you guys going to be doing? You going to ask any questions? What do you ask when you're going somewhere where you really can't wait to get there? What does it mean? What does it mean? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? No, not there yet. Did I stop the car? Of course, we're not there yet, right? This is a lot like our Christian lives. You know what? We get in the car and we are so worried about what happened behind us and what happened yesterday and what did I do that I should have done different. You ever get worried about things like that? And then we can't wait to get to where we're going. We can't wait to get there. Are we there yet? Jesus, when is this going to happen for me? Right? You ever pray things like that? When, 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 when? We have today. What a beautiful day. All these blessings we have right here today. Mr. Knapp read to us, and I want to repeat some of the words from Acts. Not yet. I'm going to repeat some of Paul's words in Ephesians. We heard some good words in Acts and passed the rest of the gospel. But in Ephesians, in Ephesians, Jesus reminds us to have our eyes of our hearts enlightened. He will enlighten the eyes of our hearts that we know what the hope is to which he has called us. Remember we talked about our hope last week? Where do we hope to be? Where do we hope to be one day? In heaven. In heaven. And Jesus has made that possible. Whatever we did in the past, wherever we're going, we don't know. But we have today. And God is so awesome. The riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Inheritance, that's what we're getting. It's already done. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his Power. It doesn't matter all these things we worry about. We have God's blessings each and every day that He has blessed us with. And we have to remember that and remember that He is our Savior and everything's taken care of, right? Say a prayer with me. Dear Father, help us remember all of your presence and all of your gifts. In the present time, help us to live for you in all that we do. Thank you for salvation, your gift to us through your Son, Jesus. Amen. All right, grab a treat that you like today. I just have a remix of everything. We continue with the sermon and draw us to thee on page 10.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus' ascension into heaven from the Mount of Olives marks the beginning of a new era for the followers of Jesus. You remain in this era, waiting for Jesus to physically return on the last day. Jesus ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. The disciples are waiting, and you are still waiting in that pause between Jesus' ascension and Jesus' return. And the Bible teaches you to be aware of Jesus' return. In Matthew 24, Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. The devil wants you to forget that Jesus is coming back. The devil wants you to grow complacent and forget about Jesus and all that he's done for you and just live for the moment. But Jesus is coming back. And not only is Jesus coming back, Jesus is still here. Jesus has not left you alone. Backing up 34 years from the day of Jesus' ascension and traveling 90 miles north back to a little house in the town of Nazareth, we find an angel of the Lord visiting a young woman named Mary, a virgin engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. The angel announces, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And then the angel leaves, and it appears that Mary is alone. But she's not. As Gabriel announced to her, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with Mary. And how? Mary is pregnant with Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus is in Mary's womb. The eternal Jesus, Son of God, came down from heaven and is in Mary, his little body growing inside of his mother. Back on the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, 40 days after Jesus' resurrection, Jesus is going back into heaven in his body. The disciples are still confused. They ask Jesus, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it's not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. The disciples are still thinking Jesus is going to drive out the Romans, but that's not what Jesus came to do. Jesus has come to conquer sin, death, and the devil for all people. Jesus teaches the disciples, 
You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Jesus then ascends into heaven and a cloud takes him from their sight. Jesus was with the disciples. Then he was killed and buried. It seemed that Jesus left them all alone. But then Jesus rose from the dead. He was back with them. He was back, but then 40 days after rising from the dead, Jesus ascends into heaven and it looks like the disciples have been abandoned, left staring up into the sky from where they last saw Jesus. Jesus has left us alone again, they think. But then a couple of messengers in white robes appear and say, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way you saw him go into heaven. The similarities between Jesus coming down from heaven and Jesus ascending up into heaven are remarkable. These scenes bookend Jesus' first advent on earth. Jesus comes down to earth. Jesus ascends into heaven. There are angels. There's talk of power and the Holy Spirit coming upon you. Afterwards, Mary's not alone. The Lord is with her. Afterwards, the disciples think they are alone, just waiting for Jesus to return. But Jesus does not leave them alone. Jesus promises that they will receive power from on high. The Holy Spirit will come upon them. The followers of Jesus will receive the Holy Spirit and they will receive Jesus. As we heard in our gospel reading last week from John 14, he said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Mary's not alone awaiting the arrival of the Lord in Bethlehem, the Lord is with Mary. Mary has Jesus in her. The disciples are not alone waiting for Jesus to return. They have the Holy Spirit and they have Jesus. They are in Jesus and Jesus is in them. It's not his physical body, not the physical body of the unborn Lord Jesus, but it is Jesus with them as he's promised. And like the disciples, you are not alone. You are in Jesus, and Jesus is in you. Sometimes it's taught that when you find yourself indulging in sinful behavior, you have to ask yourself, is this what you want to be doing when Jesus returns? Do I want to be dead drunk? Do I want to be surfing the dark side of the internet? Do I want to be in bed with someone to whom I'm not married? Do I want to be cheating on a test? Do I want to be lying to my parents? Is this what I want to be doing when Jesus returns? Well, no, certainly not. But it really is the wrong question. The correct question, is this what someone who is in Christ and Christ in you should ever be doing? Anytime, even if Jesus is not returning today. The truth is, Jesus is not just going to see what you're doing when he returns. He knows what you're doing 
all the time. Because Jesus is with you. Christ is in you, and you are in Christ. Jesus comes to you in the waters of baptism, as we'll see at late service, little baby Luna. We hear in Galatians 3, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You receive Jesus by hearing his word, and his word dwells in you. Jesus is the word made flesh. You receive Jesus' own body and blood into your body. In 1 Corinthians, we learn the cup of blessing that we bless. Is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. You are in Christ. And Christ is in you. And together, we are Christ in the world. The church is the body of Christ. You are united with Christ, and you are united in Christ. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. You are in Christ, and Christ is in you. And it does not make sense, but the fact is that you wait for Jesus with Jesus. You wait for Christ as a little Christ to the world. You are a little Christ, a Christian. You have put on Christ. You are a Christian because those first disciples did what Jesus told them to do. They were Jesus' witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The church grew and spread because of their witness and the witness of those who came after them. They were witnesses to the good news of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And as the body of Christ, as followers of Jesus, you continue what the disciples began on the Mount of Olives after Jesus' ascension. You witness to the world, in word and deed, the love and forgiveness of Jesus as you, a little Christ, struggle against sin and temptation and wait for Jesus to return to destroy evil forever. Live as a Christian and continue to wait for Jesus, with Jesus. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord returns in glory. Amen. We rise and confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. 
judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting.
Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created, and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-revealing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth, to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from Christ, the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. The same way also took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it all. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink in remembrance of you.
Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift that we implore you, that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you, and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.